0: All right, let's say good morning. So we are, we are continuing, Emirat HaShem in Os Nun Zayin. So we started this Os last week a little bit, and Emirat HaShem, let's just pick up quick review from the beginning. Sir so Tzaddik introduced us to this concept, this incredible concept regarding the power of Busha. the power of embarrassment, specifically the embarrassment that one suffers from one's Zaber. So let's actually pick up just from the beginning of the, of the Os, just for a moment. Because this way, again, we'll be able to get uh, a bit more context. we only spent one day on this so far. So the, the Rebbe says, if you look at the beginning from the Be'uri Hasidos on page Kuf Lamid Zayin. So the Rebbe writes, HaYisurim La LaAdam E'Nam Rak Bema She'ira Imo So we're used to speaking about the concept of Yisurim, the concept of suffering. right? So generally, again, we associate this idea person commits averos, every avira brings with it an onesh, always brings with it a punishment. Again, whether that's a punishment in this world, or punishment in the next world, every action has a reaction, every action has a repercussion, and therefore by definition, every avira has an onesh. So says Reb Tzaddik, when we speak about Yisurim's suffering we often think in terms of, like, physical suffering. He says, However, Just reading this quickly, because we read this already. So, the Rebbe now points out something additional, and he explains that when a person goes ahead and suffers agmas nefesh. Now right now he's using the term agmas nefesh. Agmas nefesh literally means inner turmoil. A person suffers inner turmoil, so when a person suffers that feeling of inner turmoil as a result of their misdeeds, the Rebbe says that is also a form of yisurim. That is also a form of suffering. But not only is it a form of suffering, that Agmas Nefesh that a person experiences as a result of his Avera is also a form of tshuva, is also a form of repentance. I um, will explain what that means. We'll explain how that works in just a moment. The both said this is incredibly profound. The Givar Meseches Brachas explains that when a person is embarrassed as a result of an Avera that he has performed, that embarrassment, that embarrassment seems to be the cause for his mechila, for his forgiveness. That when, or, no, again, I'll both say, just, I mentioned before, what the Rebbe just did was just kind of interchanged terms, right? In the beginning, he was speaking about the concept of agmas nefesh, inner turmoil. And now the Rebbe replaced that with the word busha, Embarrassment. When a person suffers embarrassment as a result of his averus, so again, I was quoting the Givar Masechis Brachis, a person is forgiven for all of his averus. The power of busha, the power of embarrassment to allow for atonement for one's sins. Now, we'll say, now, what's the logic for this? What's the reason for this? He says, because through the embarrassment it's ki'ilu that a person has already suffered in Gehenna isn't this incredible that the power of embarrassment is such the intensive embarrassment is such that it's ki'ilu I was already in Gehenna that's that's the nature of mushan the rest Rus- anyone who, who's ever suffered embarrassment real i mean real embarrassment knows that yes absolutely the 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 pain of embarrassment. I mean, none of us know the pain of Gehenem, but we know that certainly the pain of embarrassment could be quite intense and overwhelming. (coughs) So, mostly, let's talk about this for just a moment, because this idea of, the Rebbe is explaining over here, is that Busha has this twofold aspect to it. Number one, Busha itself, Busha itself is a chilek of tshuva, right? When the Gemara speaks about Busha, the Gemara says that a person who doesn't have Avera and then is embarrassed by that Avera is forgiven. So somehow the Busha itself, the embarrassment itself, is the vehicle for Tshuva. It's the vehicle for Tshuva. And then the Rabbi says, that Busha itself is so intense, that Busha almost counts as Gehenna. Now the truth is, those concepts are, are interrelated. According to Rabbi Tzadik, why is it that Busha has the ability to atone? Because Busha itself is the Gehenna. Gehenna, I want to point out something very interesting. The difference between the Judaic concept of, of Gehenna and let's say the Christian concept of hell are very are dramatically different, right? Gehenna, Gehenna is a rehabilitative process. The reason the Neshama goes to Gehenna is that ultimately again this way one day at some point in hell be able to go to Gan Eden. That's the goal. Some Neshamas could go right to Gan Eden Others in the Shamas need to go through the purification process, the rehabilitative process of Gehennam, but Gehenim is not punitive. Gehenm is rehabilitative. The Christian concept of hell could be ako punitive that's a fun so the idea over here is that somehow the Busha is Gehennam Gehennam is rehabilitative, and therefore by definition that affects tshuva. so we're going to kind of branch this out into two pieces. So let's speak about for, for a moment, or at least for a few moments today, and then I may Hashem into tomorrow, the power of Busha. If you take a look in footnote Kuf Mem Vav, a very, very profound piece over here that we're going to see. That we're going to see, interesting from the Shittim First, in the footnote, the Shittim on the and then we're going to see a piece from the Masi'las Sharm, Incredibly profound. So footnote, kuf mem vav on the bottom. Page, kuf lam if you're following along. And footnote, kuf mem vav. And also, by the way, I would say also, we're going to be in Rabsaddik for a little while. It's Kedai. It's, it's a good investment for your library. We're using the Ozva Hadr, the Ozva Hadr version of Tzidkas. I'll send you the version. It's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful set of Svarim to own, to own. So, so, but of course, I'll keep sending you the PDFs. But the, the, footnote says, Rab So here the Shittim expounds on the Gemara and says that whoever goes ahead and does something and is embarrassed by it he ultimately again is forgiven for all of his sins here he says it explicitly because the Busha Busha counts as chuvah when you're embarrassed about the khayit that embarrassment in and of itself is the chuvah so what says what's the pshat ob me eri shabush shadam is pai shama shakhato hu yisot kharato va kharato hu yisot at chuvah this is incredible because we also there is, now it quotes the Mi'iri. This is interesting. And again, we're in a, we're in a Sefer of Khasidos recording the Sheet Mikubatzas, recording the Mi'iri. So you're gonna see this is gonna now we're gonna call it Sharim. So right, so the Shet Mikubatsa says, says that what's the power of Busha? The power of Busha, as we said before, is the Chuva. Says the Mi'iri. Why is Busha Chuva? Why is embarrassment over the kate? Why is that the Tshuva? So the Mi'iri says, because the tshu, the busha is the equivalent of harata, is the equivalent of remorse. And harata, the harata posits the meiri, is the yisod, is the basis, is the foundation stone of tshuva. Now, this this interesting idea, so first of all, let's understand the meiri, then we're going to have to back it out a little bit, then we're going to have to stop. But what, for, just interestingly enough, the meiri positing this idea that harata, remorse, is the yisod of Shuvah, which is a fascinating idea as well, which makes sense. We'll say if a person is not remorseful, then what? Then what? Then the truth is, they, it, see, I, the, how do you know if you're really, if you really recognize that you didn't have a see, well, So let's be honest. Sometimes, sometimes I commit an Avera and the truth is there are two reactions I have. That was Incredible. That was well, it was. It was such a great idea. I'm not going to do it again because it's Asser. Do I regret it? No, <laughs> I don't regret it because it was very enjoyable. I know I can't do it again, but at the end of the day, at the so say what we call more like intellectual tshuva. It's intellectual. And you see this a, a lot of times. I will say a lot of times when when people make you know profound you know changes in their life. So the way they re- react to their past is. It's hard for me to say that I regret it. That was who I was. That was who I was. So there's, there's, there's not a charata that's there. There's a rec- almost like intellectual recognition. I can't live like that. I can't do that anymore. But there's not necessarily a sense of remorse. There's not a charata. The Meiri says that the true litmus test of Chova is charata. Because if I'm remorseful about something, if I regret something, regret is such a powerful emotion. What regret says is, if I could turn back the hands of time, I wouldn't do this. Because I recognize that this action so fundamentally undermined who I am, what I am, what I want to be, that I would have never never done this before. I would have never done this. If I could go back, if I could take it back, I would. That's charotah have remorse that I ever did this to begin with. And says Me'iri, that's the sort of tshuva. How do you know if you've had charata? So at least the Me'iri posits, busha, embarrassment. If I'm embarrassed about something, that shows that I regret it. And if I regret it, that shows ultimately that if I could take it back, I would. And if if I could take it back, I would. That's true so, sure. So we'll have to stop over here for today. We're going to pick up, there's, there's one more piece that we're going to see. Actually, two more pieces. In the Nesivas Olam, of the Maral, and then of the Mesilas tisharim in Emirat HaShem. We'll go ahead and we'll go through these two pieces, and then we'll back this, back into the interrupt Tzaddik's idea of the power of Busha as well. Shka